0: Give me a breakdown, breakdown of breakdown. hey everybody i'm luke and i'm kurt and welcome back to the breakdown so good to be here mr bu breakdown zone <laughs> and yes uh for, for uh what kurt's referencing is i um am starting a nurse practitioner program at baylor university Woo! in may it'll be online so i will not be going anywhere all right i'll just be doing more school
1: yeah it's really cool. BU. I don't. We, get, we can't get the U in for breakdown, but we got the breakdown here. And those colors match the breakdown. I'm, I'm talking about Luke. He's got this sweatshirt on for Baylor University. I'm yes. proud of you, man. Fist bumper right Thank there. You. Really excited for you. Pursuing what the Lord's called
0: you to. Amen. Be
1: That's a all. busy
0: three and a half years. Yeah. It'll be exciting. Well,
1: you and I have talked about this off mic. And I just I think about the river that we have here at the church and how we have to have more people being groomed mm-hmm. in the spirit, soul, and body of full medicine, you know, with the 100%, Lord.
0: 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, and, you know, Pastor Zach was talking on Sunday Second Service, and he made a, a reference of how, you know, your your occupation and what you do is to be like your your ministry. Yeah. Um, and as you pursue the Lord, I was having the same conversation Friday night with a, a youth. um Cause I I think sometimes like we associate ministry as working at a church. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I don't want to do ministry. And I said, well, you know, as you grow in the Lord, if you're a healthy believer, you're going to feel a call to ministry. Yeah. Now, how that looks for you is going to be very unique to you. That's right. Because God made everybody different. Mm-hmm. But as we're going to talk about, you know, like our anointing when the Holy Spirit baptizes it and comes through it then now everything you do is ministry
1: mm, that's right and it should be should be this overflow coming through you mm-hmm. of of no matter what you're touching so I, I love that i love that we're raising another generation to understand you know, you're not separating and segmenting yourself. Like no. this is my job. No, no, and no. Over here, and this yep. is my ministry, and this is my family, and this. absolutely, no, it's all, it's all there. The Lord yeah. wants it all.
0: Yep. There's no such thing as professional Christians that mm-hmm. are called to speak on a stage and do that. Now, someone's individual call might look like that. It's yeah. going to because we need those people. We do. Um, but everyone is called to full-time ministry. That's right. And that is part of what
1: you know. You hear at our church. Pastor Zach said it on Sunday. I'm not talking to you like you don't know what's going on. I'm talking to everybody like you're a leader. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we operate at School of the Spirit. Everybody's called to full-time ministry. Yep. Whether you stand in a pulpit on a street corner or you're in the marketplace. Or you stay at home with your you kids. you stay at home. I love that, Luke. Okay, we are all called to make disciples. I think about your mom and my mom. Mm-hmm. I think about my wife. In those early years, the moms who give up life to stay home. Yes. You know, you are making disciples. Amen. So that's really awesome. Hey, we, we didn't even get into the show yet. Huge but Huge stuff. Huge stuff. So uh, really excited to be back here. Pastor Will was joining you last week. Honestly, Luke, I don't even remember why I wasn't here.
0: You were not feeling well. Oh, that's right.
1: Okay. So, that was crazy. Everybody,
0: that was, everyone who's listening knows why you weren't
1: here. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. I just knew I wasn't here, which was a tough one to miss because Eric... Gilmore oh, so on Sunday in the men's conference. Praise Which God.
0: I saw um, some of the sessions from the men's conference are being uploaded to uh, the HPC YouTube Great. page. Okay, So if, if you uh, were there or you missed it or you're just very curious about what was said there and you want to grow more, uh, go on to uh, the HPC His Providence Church YouTube channel and you can find those uh, Sonship uh, conference messages
1: awesome which is great too because it was it was perfect no matter who you are i got to be there for friday night and saturday morning and they were both awesome um so hey i do want to say this because as we prepare to get into the show no, i just lost my train of thought i don't know where i was going but either way we were here on sunday i was going somewhere it'll come you are it will come back it will
0: come back it's great catch (laughs) catch the wind catch (laughs) catch the spirit
1: it'll come back i'm sure it'll be fine so we were here on Sunday and just diving in. You you didn't get to hear this because you weren't there for a service. And and I do want to bring this up because if you only watch the live stream or if you go back and watch it, you may not hear it. I didn't get to be in the first part of second service. But there was one of our prayer warriors. He's part of the prophetic prayer team, Mark Devine. He had a word for a service. And a lot of times what happens if you haven't listened to Pastor John, we've had him on the show. We've talked to him uh, during the, the show, but he's also talked about it when he when he shares from the pulpit. The prophetic and the prayer team, they gather early in the morning on Sunday, and they're already seeking the Lord throughout the week. And as they're praying in that secret space on a Sunday, they're expecting to hear from the Lord. And many times, almost every single week without fail, the Lord does something privately in that prayer room that is indicative and representative of what he wants to do in the greater, larger service. Mm. And you see this cohesion. And what's beautiful about that is because the Spirit of God is not divided. He shows up early before the message comes out. He shows up early before the worship starts happening. And as the intercession is taking place, God is unifying everything. Amen. So it was really awesome to hear Pastor Zach already had this word in his heart. And you know what I love about Pastor Zach and Pastor John is that Pastor Zach isn't out there most of the time talking about the word that the Lord has given him beforehand. And what I like is that it's an opportunity to test different things that are going on so when pastor john or when somebody in the prayer team gets a word early that morning and it just lines up perfectly with the word from pastor zach it's confirmation to us absolutely we should be paying attention it's confirmation to us that none of this was rehearsed none of it was Mm -hmm. it it was all the spirit of god moving in this time to say there's something i want to communicate um and so you have this word mark was in the in, in just in that prayer closet in that prayer time and he heard the Lord speaking to him a couple specific words that I don't remember exactly what they were. But the gist is this, that we have to be very careful. And I thought it was really interesting in this year of election that we're in. We have to be careful to not look at an individual that God is using yeah. and think that they're the answer. Yes. Looking to an individual that God might yeah. be using and saying, we need that person. We need that person. No, God is using that person. And it doesn't even necessarily mean that that person is fully surrendered no, to Jesus. not at
0: all. Not at all. Because the, the truth of the matter is everyone will be used by God in some way. Yeah. Uh, whether you are in Jesus or outside of Jesus, you will be used for the glory of God in some way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's important to not put all of our eggs in a particular basket. No. And, and, you know, Pastor Zach started to bring this home into the area of parties and election and all these yes. different things. And many churches are jumping on and have been, you know, toting for a while, like this person or that person or this thing or that thing or this side or that side. And I love it. Pastor Zach just kind of encapsulated it all and said, you're not going to yep. see us waving any banner here right. other than the banner of Jesus. You're going to see the flag of Jesus, and that's Amen. going to be our
0: focus. A- Amen. And we Amen. should
1: be voting and moving forward based on the spirit of God and conviction and the word of God that he has given us.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there are, um, you know, like even when we get to the, uh, the topic of anointing and a yeah. specific call, God positions his people in different arenas. So... There are some people that are called to run for office and to really be in that political arena as um, not just a vessel for God's use, but as someone who belongs to him that he's put there as a voice. Yeah. Um, And that's a really that's a hard place to be. Um, But yes, I do believe as the body of Christ, we are not Jesus plus a particular uh, political party or jesus plus a particular cause it's just about jesus Jesus.
1: that's right which brings us into the area of social justice which gets kicked Mm -hmm. up often you know we go through different seasons in the church and in 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 total it can be like these things aren't necessarily bad right but they get us sidetracked they get us deviated right distracted Mm -hmm. from what the Lord wants us to be focused on. If the Lord wants us to focus on a particular thing, okay, we're going to focus on that. Yeah. But to be shooting at all these moving targets because they're the most recent one in front of us is not
0: what we should be doing. Amen. And like even you can apply this on your own personal life. So like for me, my life as I grow in the Lord, it becomes more about Jesus not Jesus plus nursing. That's or right. Jesus plus ministry, or Jesus plus my friends. Yeah, it's
1: good. It's that's
0: supposed good. to be just about Jesus. Yeah,
1: that's really good. And you can feel. You actually feel it, Luke. I know it. You feel the shift in your soul, and you're like, "Oh, I'm aligned." It's yeah. not. It's not even about all these other things anymore. It's just it happens in layers. <laughs> it does. It does. It, it's cool. I I actually remember what I was going to say a few moments ago before we get into the message. It was just this that hopefully, um, you. A couple of our greenhouses have used at, at least two of them so far, but we have some workshop sessions that are coming out for teaching. And we we want to encourage you to use this breakdown at, at your yes. or use the message at your greenhouse. Like if you're if you're listening to the message on Sunday and you're like, wow, like there's a lot there. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Take the time to either use this half hour breakdown or just Listen to the message again and bring it to your greenhouse and say, "Okay, Pastor Zach was talking about this, this, and this. How do we think not just in the big picture this applies to our church, but how does it apply to what God is doing here in this greenhouse yep. and in our lives?" And and you know, this is why we have the breakdown is because you got to the place and you invited me to this process where it's like we need to be dialoguing about what God is communicating to us mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning. Yeah, and and bringing that up throughout the week and rehearsing it and saying, "Okay, there's something bigger here mm-hmm. because." This is more than just a pastoral message. Many times, Pastor Zach is preaching, and it's broader and apostolic, and so it takes yeah. more to digest. Amen. So take the time I, to
0: do it. I mean that—that's what happens. You know, just to be fully transparent, when when we are here having these conversations, yeah, it goes down deeper into my soul. It does because so, this is not—it's not prepared. It's not rehearsed. No. Sometimes, like I—I I know, like what the Lord, like the Lord gives me something. Mm-hmm. To, um, like, I know I'm going to bring up this passage of scripture or or that thought, but oftentimes it's all right. Let's just talk about it yeah. and see what happens. So, if you're feeling like, well, I'm not equipped to have a conversation, yes, you yes, are, yes, you are, because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, yeah. And and from that place of understanding, like, okay, I can't, I can, in my own strength and my own knowledge, I can't figure this out. Mm-hmm. But the, God has given me the Holy Spirit. Well. Now let's just talk about it and work it out because that's what he wants to do.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, two things need to happen for that to happen. Number one, we need to tear down the professionalism yeah. like you talked about, that it's got to be the professionals. Number two, we have to eradicate criticism. Mm-hmm. We have to open the floor in the room in the greenhouse or open the yeah. floor among the family and say, let's dialogue about this. Yep. Let's understand that we're not made to see everything the yeah. same way, you know, and let's receive from one another. Iron sharpening iron is a
0: intense process. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, and Paul says, you know, God uses our foolish preaching. Yeah. Okay, so do you feel like you could do some foolish preaching? <laughs> all the time. I think we're all qualified to do that, <laughs> right? So if it works for Paul, it can work for
1: you too. I know, I know. You're just quoting one of my favorite passages there, how he uses the foolishness of our preaching. That's awesome. Well, Luke, I know that uh, we need to tackle this, this passage right here. I'm very excited. When we start getting to Jehu... And uh, Pastor John is in this brand new course at School of the Spirit. You can't get in now, it's too late. You'll have to wait till next year. But Pastor John is in this brand new course at School of the Spirit on spiritual warfare. And two weeks ago, he was tackling the two main spirits that we may see in operation. Jezebel tends to be one of them, and Leviathan would be the other. And so we see here just a little picture. You know, Pastor Zach hasn't fully brought us there yet to this prophecy about what's about to happen Mm -hmm. to Jezebel. But we start with a prophet we start with Elisha, and we start with Jehu, who's being anointed king. And some things happen. We're in Second Kings chapter 9 here is where Pastor Zach brought us. But some things were speaking to me right off the bat, and I, I want to say this, just how the Lord works. If, if Elisha—so the, the first part that Pastor Zach spent time on walking us through at the very beginning of the chapter is that Elisha goes to one of the prophets— If Elisha, and I got to thinking as I was sitting there, if Elisha had just gone to Jehu, everybody would have known, oh, that's Elisha. But to have a nobody, to have a nobody go, or or not not a nobody, but to have maybe an unknown prophet. Mm -hmm. We don't even know who he is. To have an unknown prophet go before this group of commanders and to have everybody respond the way that they did is proof that the Lord is all over this.
0: Well, and that that highlights to me how it's not about the guy or, or the girl yeah. that carries the message. Mm. It's if my heart is tuned to the Lord, then I'm going to know when the Lord is, when the Lord is speaking. Yes, yes. Which, again, I, that, I think that's
1: interesting that that point sticks out to us because it, it harkens back to what we were just talking about. It isn't about the professionalism. It is not its is literally is our heart aligned with the Spirit, because the Spirit is the one working, just like on Sunday morning, with the, with the prophetic word in the prayer session an hour or so beforehand and the message coming forth. And I think that that is our focus in testing the fruit and in, in, in operating and really watching all these things is to say, okay, does that align with what the Spirit is saying? And I just, I loved that part that, okay, you're not even sending Elisha because everyone's going to know, and they may either bucket or they may just instantly respond, right. but to show that the Lord is really working here, he's going to use something that you wouldn't even anticipate, which brings us into something that's been coming up throughout the year with Pastor Zach on his messages is God just may use that person mm-hmm. that you're totally not expecting to hear from. And, yeah.
0: and they've got a word from the Lord mm-hmm. for you. Amen. Amen. Which is why it's super important to have your dialogue with the Lord, encountering the Lord through Scripture um, and prayer, mm-hmm. uh, because the Lord will use people to confirm or speak into things He's already telling you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we move forward here to Jehu. Before we get to Jehu, the prophet actually giving the getting the command from Elisha and. I know it ends up happening, but I I love the fact that he he tells the prophet Elisha tells the prophet you're going to have to tell him I've got a word for you and he needs to rise up and come away and this part that we need to park on for a little while yeah. which I was thinking about my own journey and you may have some similar stories where there is you you might be in a place of prominence you might be in a place where you're well known and yet there's this thing inside of you that God is. Calling higher, calling to a different level, and he's going to confirm it. And when he confirms it, he's going to ask you to rise up from among the party, yeah, and then step away because he's got something for you.
0: Oh yeah, and and that can be very hard. Um, because I know for me, a big impulse is, well, I like, well, why can't I just be like everybody else? Yes,
1: yes, (laughs) it's hard. It is hard. You you want to, but you can't. You cannot stay in that place. Imagine if Jehu just stayed. In that place among the commanders. No, you can't. Mm -hmm. You can't be like everybody else. And I think about my own journey and how the Lord has led me and being in a, a former position where it was seemingly a position of prominence. It seemed like there was promise for the future, all these different things. And the call of God, which He had already spoken to me 12 years earlier, was get up and go. And I've got a word for you. And it was in the going, it was in the departing from the things that I knew getting to that secret place. And you know, we see it very, we, it moves kind of rapidly here with Jehu, okay? The prophet comes to him, he rises, he goes, he gets a word in the secret room and he comes back. He st-
0: and, and the the prophet <clears throat> was told to take him to an inner room. Yes. That's, that's part of the instruction.
1: Yes, so getting to that secret room, we should get to that in a moment. But that happens so quickly because the way God is moving here. But I do look at this as sort of like, many of us have a journey in our life and it's more than just a few moments in time. It can be we're we're recognizing in this seat that we've been given among these commanders, like we don't fit anymore. Right. God is doing something different. And
0: and even before he's called to rise up, let's let's see it from Jehu's perspective. He's doing his job. Yeah. So maybe you're just like, don't spend your life. Waiting for that prophet to come to you, mm. or that word from God to like call me up. Like I'm just waiting for God to call me up higher. Yeah. It's no, do your best with where you are at. That's right. Don't don't live in in light of like tomorrow or or like oh I'm waiting for this this call. It's like no, you have a call of God already. That's right. So do what you can with that.
1: This is one of the great points that we communicate all the time: is that wherever you are, and I received this in the very first year of my uh, of, of me beginning in ministry. And it was this, that whatever you're currently doing is your greatest call. Amen. Whatever you're currently doing, don't look at, I I marvel. I was uh, hearing a word from, I was thinking about uh, Pastor Holly and Roger, because Roger gave the word at our staff meeting the other day. And I was just looking at them and I'm thinking, wow, a lot of people come into children's ministry. A lot of people come into youth ministry and you know what they're thinking? This is a stepping stone.
0: Right. And that's, that's so wrong. It is. It's so wrong. Yeah.
1: And I see this couple who is just absolutely in love with yeah, they what own God, it. they own yeah. it. It's, and it's like, wow, this is amazing. This is exactly how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And if we are in a place where we're just operating, we're doing our best. That's exactly what the Lord is looking for. You should be giving a hundred percent honoring the Lord in whatever sphere of influence he has mm-hmm. given you in that scope of authority yeah. and just loving it, owning it. And not looking at it as a stepping stone. And that clearly must have been the heart inside of Jehu because Mm -hmm. he was found where he was supposed to be.
0: Yep. And he was someone Mm -hmm. that, you know, the Lord knew, okay, when I tell him to rise up, he's going to rise up.
1: Yeah. Which is really good. So getting to that place of, okay, you may be, you know, Pastor Zach was kind of just challenging us. And I was, I literally was sitting there listening. Wow. Wow. I remember this feeling and I want to be sensitive if yep. it should happen again. Yep. Be obedient I, be today obedient.
0: so you can be obedient tomorrow.
1: That's right. You know, know what the Lord is saying. So wherever you find yourself, whether you are in a a place of influence in the marketplace or in ministry, you want to be able to follow mm-hmm. whatever the Lord is saying at the drop yep. of a hat.
0: Yep. Hone those skills in a safer environment mm-hmm. so that you will be prepared for when you're called to, uh, you know, a more riskier environment.
1: Yeah. But that next step is is not just standing up from among, mm. but it's actually coming away.
0: Right. We're going to have a conversation.
1: Yeah. Going to that inner place, which you see the dialogue happen here with the prophet and Jehu. But many times for us as New Testament believers, while a confirmation may come from somebody externally, this dialogue is prominently happening with us in the spirit of God.
0: Right. Because we have the Holy Spirit inside we of do. us. We do. Which In those in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would come upon Mm -hmm. these specific men and women of God.
1: Yeah. And so you would need to listen to that voice. But this is really important because, like you said, we shouldn't just be waiting for that voice to come along. We shouldn't just be waiting for Mm -hmm. a word from the prophet. No, we're staying faithful. Our hand is to the plow. Mm -hmm. We're doing what we're called to do. And if God is speaking to us, we step up, rise up, we go away with him to that inner room, yeah, and
0: you could see it. It represents that that prayer life of the intimacy with the Lord, and that's what. And this is what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. He said, "When you pray, don't go out onto the street corners and and be. It's not a. It is not a public display. Yeah. He says, you know, go in your room, close the door. Yeah, and pray to your heavenly Father who sees you, and the your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you.
1: Yeah. I want to just park here for a little bit because. Um I have really sensed as I have been telling you this invitation from the Lord has not gone away. It's actually only gotten stronger. I'm I'm at a place right now and I know you're sensing it too because we've had we've had the same call. And I can't even formulate or try to put into words this ache and this desire inside of me. I'm not satisfied with the level of intimacy that I have with the Lord. There's more and it doesn't come it doesn't come although the collective worships awesome although the gathering on Sunday's awesome there is something to this secret place yeah i can't even i'm i'm overwhelmed in a positive way of yeah. of what i'm sensing from the lord in this inner place this secret place mm-hmm. and he just keeps inviting me deeper and closer oh, yeah. and i'm like wow yep. god i yep. i'm going to burst you know this- <laughs> oh for sure, for
0: sure for sure no i i get it and like for for me the way that's been looking um in my dialogue with the Lord is like, he's convicting me. He's like, are you really seeking me? Are you seeking a certain feeling? Mm. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, cause the Lord does minister us in, in our feelings. Yeah. But sometimes like that can become the main it, thing. It sure does. And, and like the Lord is saying like, I, no, like what seek my, my truth. Yes. Which I've, I've, believed that it's not like i wasn't doing that before but he's really highlighting like don't don't go worship a feeling yes yes sir don't go seeking a feeling i'll give you the feelings but don't don't go after that it's so funny you're saying that i really believe this was my dialogue
1: with the lord yesterday oh that's why just just like okay you. so it's like okay <laughs> i'm glad but, we're talking about yeah, this i know because i felt kind of alone in this conversation <laughs> no no I, I i really feel like the lord was challenging me because I just kept wanting to get back to that secret place, get mm-hmm. back to that secret yeah. place. But what it's doing is it's causing me to be aggravated in every other sphere of my life. Right. That's not the Lord. Right, no. No, 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 because he's complete. He's full. He has enough love in private as he does in public. He exactly. is love. Right. So if I'm, if I'm not demonstrating the love right. that I'm receiving in private, You're right. I'm actually just chasing a feeling and experience. Or an environment. An environment. Yes. Yeah. No, no. He is present in the mess. He's there. He has more than enough for every situation. Therefore. If it doesn't
0: work in the noise, then it doesn't work at all.
1: mm, That's good. Should we just quote you on that from now on? Quote, unquote. We
0: can. (laughs) If it doesn't work in
1: the noise, it doesn't doesn't work work at at all. all. What
0: what good is it? What good is the Holy Spirit? If, if, the only way to encounter him is, oh, I have to have the right environment, mm. the right this. There is a place for that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And Jesus says that, you know, go into your, have those secret times. Right. But the Holy Spirit is available to us at all times.
1: That's right. And you see it with the life of Jesus. He rises early, right. he gets away with the Lord on the mountain or wherever it was, right. but he always comes back to his place.
0: Exactly. Of, yep.
1: of being present with people mm-hmm. and, and ministering to how the Lord told him to.
0: You can be in an environment where you feel fear. But the Holy Spirit will always be there to give you truth to mm-hmm. hang on to.
1: That's right. That's right. So taking and and this is what you see here as we move from this inner sanctum, this inner place where Jehu gets the word from the prophet, and he's actually required to come back out. This is a lot of times what happens. We have a disconnect between what we've received in private. And how we bring it to our present reality. And you see it with Jehu. He's oh, like, yeah. eh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know that dude. He's weird. He says, eh, whatever. You know, and if he kind of closed up with like, you're going to be king. You know? Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, I love the way that Pastor. Oh, Zach I would have loved to be there. Oh, it's so good. Because I, I would have been one of the guys at the, t- probably the first person to be like, so what happened? Yeah. What did you, what? You would have. Yeah. I would have been like, so tell us. Like We, <laughs> we need to know. Inquiring <laughs> minds want to know. <laughs> I know. And it, there's so much happening here. And I'm like, wow, God, this is totally us. Because well, back then when the when a prophet would show up to speak to you, it could be something really good or it could be like, OK, the judgment of God is on you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you this is a room full of commanders who knows what they were talking about prior to this prophet walking in.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah.
1: it's you. You better believe they were definitely like, OK, this prophet shows up. It's not the one we know. It's not Elisha. But he's got a word clearly, and he just called out Jehu from among these commanders. Yeah. But I do want to talk a little bit about that inner place and in what we receive from the Lord, and how we struggle to see it fulfilled in in the reality. And my wife and I were on this journey right now of studying out um, this this eradication of a poverty mindset and yeah. a poverty mentality. And we hear those words, and we automatically go to like finances. But that's just one area it shows up in, oh, yeah, because even yeah. Jehu, the way he's communicating, is not communicating at that point from that place of a son of God, you know it's communicating from like uh, i I don't know, you know
0: well, and and I think we have to have that patience, it's reconciling what we've received from the Lord with our humanity, yes,
1: which is good, which is good, you're right, you're bringing this up. this is I like that you're saying that because we can we can really struggle. And then we either jump into it and become in the flesh or we avoid it. Yeah. You know, we absolutely. You got, you know, uh the the quote from Galatians. Paul says, are you so foolish having begun in the in the spirit, you're going to try to make it right. perfect in the flesh? Mm-hmm. No. But at the same time, you can also avoid yeah. that very call from the Lord that you're not even stepping into what he's told mm-hmm. you to do. Yep. And it is that balance and I will say I wonder This is where I wonder. I wonder if part of Jehu's uh, confidence came as he saw his brothers rally around him. Oh, yeah. You know, he brings the word and they instantly drop and they Mm -hmm. instantly start saying, "Okay, this is this is the king. You know, and and when we find I will say this, too, in my own journey, you're kind of percolating over there. Yeah, I want to say in my own journey, um, I was I was born and even in the womb, hands were laid over my mom and it was prophesied over my mom and my and me that I'd be a pastor, right? So this was like my whole upbringing. And then of course a period of rebellion comes in cuz I don't want to own that. But then the pendulum swings the other way where it's like I'm going to own this, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be the pastor. And I spent 12 years, not all of it in the flesh, but 12 years trying to make it happen. And it's so interesting because all that kind of comes to an end. God has me go on this Exodus journey only to bring me back to where I started here in New England. Mm-hmm. And as I came to HPC, my brothers and sisters around here, they started calling me teacher. They started saying, you're you're a teacher, you're Mm -hmm. a teacher, you're a teacher. And I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I was raised my whole life. Mm -hmm. I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. And it just was really awesome to have me be me. No pretense. I finally was able to be me and just being me. Those giftings came out and others were able to confirm.
0: Absolutely. And my yes.
1: confidence grew to step into the call that God right. has for me. Right. By hearing others yes. confirm now I'm finally myself as broken as I am. Yes. And so I just I can see this happening with Jehu, mm-hmm. where it's like he may have already felt from the beginning that he was called. He may have already had a conviction mm-hmm. from the Lord he was called to do this. And he now gets the physical word from the prophet, yeah. which would yeah. be our confirmation of the Holy Spirit. Yep. And then He's like, nah, I don't really know, as he's telling the other commanders, but they confirm and say, we see it, you're king.
0: Yeah. And I imagine yeah. that
1: bolstered his confidence to move into that place. Oh,
0: absolutely. But I think to work this out so that we end up with that kind of environment where, um, number one, we we receive our call from the Lord, and then we're also people that uh, confirm other people's calls. Yes. You have to understand or have a bigger view of the grace of God. Okay. I, I think primarily, um, at least this is, this is like my journey, how my understanding's grown. So I'll just share that. Yeah, Like, just so, you know, like this is where I'm coming from. We understand we're saved by grace through faith. Okay. And often it's like, we, we limit grace to just that salvation part where it's okay. I didn't. I can't earn my way to God. God sent Jesus and I am saved by his grace. His work on the cross did everything. Okay, yes, that's true. But grace is also, he gives. So he gives not only for salvation, but he gives gifts. Mm. You know, like, and we have that passage in Ephesians where it's like, you know, and he gave gifts to men. Yep. So when you are saved and you have the Holy Spirit, you are also given a specific, there is a specific grace now on your life,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: not just for salvation, but so that you can live out your call as a son or daughter of God. And it's a call that's specific to you. It looks like you. And from that intimacy with the Lord, he he shows you your identity in him. That's Mm. part of his grace.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: And when you see that and it starts to be called out in you and you bear witness to that then you fa- you fall more in love with Jesus and then you also fall in love with how Jesus made you yeah. and you grow in health yeah but good. in order to do that you cannot be distracted because what satan will try to oh, do yeah. is he's gonna be like okay oh, yeah, yeah you're saved but you're not like her yeah. <laughs> you're not like him look at look at how he just totally gets this christian thing mm. but you you know, you're still kind of on the beginner step. Yeah. Are you even saved? And then it moves to are oh, you yeah. even saved at all? Oh, yeah. Right. So you have to silence that voice and grow and, and not compare yourselves to others because mm-hmm. the grace on your life is going to be, is going to look different than the grace that God has put on someone else's life. And we have so many passages about how, like, we're the body and we have all different parts, but grow in a bigger understanding of grace and understand that you have been given a grace and then also a measure of faith with which to exercise that grace.
1: So good. Luke, this just ties everything on a nice big bow because Pastor Zach, when he brought up the anointing, he sized it off and said, basically it's this grace on your life to fulfill what God has called yes. you to do. So you're saying exactly that, where we should honor the anointing and the grace that each other has been given. Exactly, yeah. That, yeah. that is how the body works together. That's how every joint supplies, you were quoting Ephesians four earlier, yep that's how every joint in the body supplies for each other is to honor the grace that has been given yeah a lot of times we've again we've made a big public display of these these public gifts yep and so we've elevated them above others which is very wrong it is wrong yeah. all of these gifts work in conjunction with one another and they're all
0: beautiful mm-hmm. they're all necessary mm-hmm. they're all necessary yep. absolutely absolutely and when you when but Again, when you understand how God made you, how he has graced you in a unique way, yeah. you fall more in love with him you and do. you don't look to other people in the same way that you did before. Yep. And actually you get more excited when you see other people going into their callings and, their Amen. Gifts. and God uses you to help call those things out in others. Amen. And if you're wondering, how do I do that? Just pray the simple prayer of God, how do you see this person? Come on. And then he might give you just a word or, or something. And you get to be part of the conversation he is having with that individual. So good. You might get just a tiny piece. You're not going to get the whole thing because they're going to get the main thing from Jesus.
1: This, I personally believe that this is one of the best ways we can sharpen each other as iron sharpens iron. I believe we're so good. We've grown up in a critical culture where we're so used to critique and constructive criticism My personal firm belief is exactly what you just explained right there that we should be calling out the gifting inside of each other. If we had one takeaway from the message this week and one thing to practice this week, whether we're in a greenhouse meeting this week or not, is we should be looking at people, like Paul says, therefore we regard no one according to the flesh anymore. So we should be looking at the spirit in every person and calling it out. And when we speak to the spirit man, whether it's as we're raising our kids or whether we're working with our our peers it literally brings us all to this place of unity and it brings us up another level yeah we we're so used to just being hard on each other because we think if we just refine and refine Mm -hmm. and refine one another all that dogging is going to help us get to the place but i have found that speaking to the gifting yeah Inside of an individual is what the Lord does. That's what he does, right? Absolutely. He calls those things yeah. that be not as though God, they were. Exactly. So he speaks right to exactly. the inner man of who he made, which I would personally say, bro, is a great practice this week. Mm-hmm. At home, with your spouse, with your kids, with your friends, in your greenhouse, really pray into this. And you said you pray the simple prayer, Holy Spirit, how do you see that person? Yep. What, what can I offer as a encouragement to the gifting yeah. you've put inside of them? Yeah. It's awesome. It's super fun. It really is. It really is. So, hey, we're going to continue with this non-series next week, apparently. And uh, you will not be here, Luke. I will not
0: be here. I'm on vacation.
1: You know what they say. When in Rome. All roads lead to Rome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Dude, I am not going to lie. I'm really excited for you.
0: I'm excited for me, too. So, it it is a vacation. But again, you know, all of our life is ministry. So, everything turns into a mission trip. That's
1: so awesome. Well, I pray that you have a wonderful time. You're leaving today for Rome. I've never said those words in my life, so I'm very excited for you. I'm very proud of you. Hey, we want to thank you guys for joining us for the show
0: today. We'll just pray. Luke, would you take us there? Father, thank you um, for your truth and how you just love to love us. And uh, we just repent for those moments where uh, our hearts were not focused on Mm. your love for us. and we were looking at other people and we're just comparing and we're not walking in, in the fullness of the calling and the relationship and the intimacy that you um, have given us. So mm. we just come back to that place and we pray that we would live each moment of every day from that place of intimacy um, so that we would not even to be used by you, but that we would just love to love you and be loved by you in Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. All right, folks, I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. That's the breakdown.
0: We will catch you next week. You won't. I will.